Hello and welcome to the Gooners Podcast, open mic post-game show from Arsenal 5, Nottingham Forest nil. A wonderful and beautiful tribute to Pablo Mari as Arsenal tried to score 22 goals against Nottingham Forest in his honor. Fell 17 goals short. Not sure I can celebrate this shit. But either way, you're ready for the Gooners Pod. Once upon a time, way back when there were only 9,000 Arsenal podcasts, five young men from various backgrounds... An Irish kid with a horrible haircut. A young Jewish nerd who hadn't discovered food yet. A child from Hemel Hempstead who didn't want to be English no more. A handsome advertising magnate with impeccable judgment. And a young Mexican AC Milan fan. Hatched a plan to take over the world of Arsenal podcasts. But then these boys became men. Jared. Mikey. Ewan, Magic, and Andy. And the rest, my friends, is history. And now, all these years later, you tune in every so often to hear their incredible takes, their football knowledge, and their sensual advice. But now, it's gone too far. You, our fans, are at long last Witness to season seven, 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 seven. Welcome to the Gooners Pod. All right, it's another happy podcast for the Gooners Podcast. And because Aston is taking his sweet time getting home from the pub, he's probably drowning in celebratory shots of fireball or, you know, that's what we drink. Uh, I mean, can you blame him? And and by we, I mean the Arlington Gooners. I I don't mean (laughs) anything else that might have been perceived by that. So we've got Bill at Goonerworks, a frequent post-game appearer on this podcast. Uh, wearing the, uh, that, that's, uh, last year's kit, I believe last year's, yep. um, my black kit was a lucky kit. It did not lose. It did not lose for like two or three months. Um, it was not washed for two or three months. And, um, and, and I would like to say that thank you PSV for getting my marriage back on track. Um, <laughs> and, uh, and so now. This one's gonna stink pretty soon. Yeah, there um, you go. How'd you like it, man? Was uh, you know, I I thought we were exhausted. <laughs> well, to, to be honest, at halftime, I was kind of scared because that was very reminiscent of the Southampton game, the Leeds game. We came out, you know, guns blazing, but we're only able to get one goal. I. Uh, to go into the half you really wanted like at least two to give you some sort of semblance of comfort because we've just been you know so leggy in the second half and man what a way to turn that around that is four goals you know reese nelson coming on with a brace nobody expected that apparently uh, uh one people- person expected that um, I, you know, that, that it's that, not, it's not quite fair to say nobody expected it. That, that was a uh, one hell of a called shot, uh, when he came on. I mean, you know, when you've got it, you've got now, now I wasn't, you know, I, I actually placed 
$44,291 on Nelson scoring a brace today. Um, and uh, I have just purchased Twitter. Um, I, ju I just paid $45 billion for it with my winnings. So um, I'm very excited to see what you do with the platform. Yeah, I'm, I'm, the first thing I'm doing is, is reinstating Lee Gunner. Um, and then, and then we'll see what happens from there. I'm restating it. I'm reinstating him just so that I can ban him. You, you um, gotta be the one. Yeah. I, I, I'm not pleased that someone else actually got to do it, but, um, but yeah, I mean, it, it just felt like one of those days. I don't know why, um, you know, and to be fair, I probably predict something like that eight times a game. And this is the first time I've ever gotten it right. So I'm deleting all of my previous tweets and this is the one that I'm going with. There you go. Yeah, uh, but I, I mean, credit to Reese Nelson for, you know, taking his chance. It, we've seen him get some minutes in the Europa League games, and he hasn't overly impressed. But, I mean, this just, this just gave us a little more confidence, I think, that he can at least deputize when need be. I, I, I'm curious, curious what you think, because... Uh, Prior to this, I was thinking he might move in January, uh, if nothing else. But do you think this uh, is going to give Arteta any sort of, you know, second thoughts about, you know, how many or how involved uh, Reese is this you, season? You, you know what I always what I always say about stuff like this, uh, whether it's you know Marquinhos not getting a shot, whether it's Reese Nelson getting a shot, whether you know, I, I always like to point out that we see a tenth of what there is out there to see, if that. Um, it's the most important tenth, but, you know, we don't see training on a regular basis other than sometimes a very small portion of open training that, you know, that, that our friends in the media get to see. And more than more often than not, that's just about who's there and who's not, not uh, how they're performing in training. They're they not do their like... warm-ups, their little rondos. Yeah. It's nothing. We get to see them going. <laughs> and, and, and we're not we're not going to get to see Arteta, you know, complaining about Marquinhos's lack of effort or Pepe's lack of I mean, we, we, we're not going to get to see that. So when we talk about, you know, what we see in a game having massive impacts on serious personnel decisions, like, you know, putting someone out on loan, keeping them, uh, banishing them, you know, from the from the starting eleven or the you know or the eighteen, I, I think it has a lot to do with a lot more than just wow, you really had a good half coming on for injury and in you know where you weren't really even expected to come on. He very well could have been a you know a planned sixty fifth minute sub or a seventieth minute sub. We'll never know, but um, you know, but but the fact that he put him on there, I think, tells us right now that Reese Nelson is ahead of Marquinhos in the pecking order. And so if anyone's going to go out on loan in January, it's more than likely going to be Marquinhos. Um, and, uh, you know, Reese Nelson, could he have a little spring 2022 Niketia renaissance um, and, uh, and, and suddenly become a goal scorer? Could we see him more in the next few weeks before the World Cup while Saka maybe is given a little bit of, of breathing room? Who knows? And, uh, you know, hopefully the, the path ahead of us allows us to do that and perhaps see what we've got. Um, yeah. I so, was going to uh, say, oh, it, maybe he upped his transfer value, but I think his contract runs out at the end of this season. Is that correct? Or 
Aston, as uh, as contracts manager for us, um, <laughs> welcome home from the pub, by the way. Uh, <laughs> is Reese Nelson a free agent this summer? I have no idea. <laughs> you, and, and- uh, you you caught me you caught me unawares. I think that he's a. I think that we signed an extension so that he has one more year on his contract after this, but I'm not sure. I actually have access to a something that might be able to give me the answer to that question. Um, it's called the internet. I guess and, I just um, never assumed he was going to make it at Arsenal past this season, but. Well, I, be- I believe, yeah, I believe his season, his, his contract does end at the end of this season. So, uh, you know, and he's on 75,000 a week. Uh, oh, really? Wow. From what I can tell, uh, I just did quick maths because it says 3.9 million. And as, as I know from schools, uh, I say schools in addition to maths, uh, 3.9 is exactly 75% of 5.2, which would be the annual salary at a rate of a hundred thousand a week. Uh, I ain't as dumb as people think I, as I look. Um, so, uh, yeah, I mean, if he's on 75,000, I don't know that it makes sense to extend him to preserve his his transfer value because you'd be extending the guy at seventy five thousand at the minimum. They don't normally take pay cuts, um, but uh, I don't know. I mean, look, it's it's one half uh, and and a ch- and a little bit of change of of a very good performance in which he was put in some pretty good positions. I mean, frankly, the first couple touches he had looked very negative. Um, so let's you know let's not. As as uh wow, man of the match Reese Nelson and Mike's in here talking about how negative his touches were. We can't I, we, we can't have nice things. We can't I, have I, nice I things. can't celebrate his his touches. Um <laughs> the uh yeah, I mean the the uh, as the, the wolf said in Pulp Fiction, I mean, let's not start sucking Reese Nelson's dick quite yet. Um and, he started a whole bandwagon at the pub. Like we officially, we got we got one together. We got wheels on it and everything. My friend's got a truck that's like bringing it. Like we're like Reese Nelson bandwagon. Let's go. But apparently, apparently, celebration police and Mike says that we can't. We no, can't enjoy I, well, no. I need I need to see. I need to have this shirt smell so bad on account of Reese Nelson um, that. Uh, what are you doing with Reese Nelson that's making your shirt smell like that? It sounds like a lot well, of weren't late for the pod, If you weren't, sweaty, if you weren't late contact. for the pod, it, it's pheromones. If you weren't late for the pod, you'd understand that uh, that that when we win games, I continue to wear the same shirt, sans washing it, um, and uh, and my black Arsenal away shirt, the the shirt that Aston Mac represents, um, stunk. This summer or this this fall, because of all of our consecutive wins, and uh, and and so now Steph has moved back in after the PSV loss. <laughs> <laughs> she was she was sleeping out back in the uh, bandwagon that I created for for not smelling bad, and um and, and so we're we're you know we're we're gonna go for another twenty five years. So all right, so that's uh we've got a a, a handful of people back in the in the green room. Uh, in the red room, as I like to call it. So if you're back there, put your cameras on uh, and we'll bring you on uh, on stage. And Bill, because you were so nice to, uh, to to start off the show with me, to act as my co-host, I'm going to keep you on. Um, unless, of course, you don't want to. But uh, we're going to bring on someone Love who I think say. this is their, their maiden appearance uh, on the Gooners podcast. Uh, they are 
in effect breaking something today. Uh, where is my? Where is? They're breaking a duct. Did I delete my breaking duck fit? I deleted my breaking duck video. So instead, we're just gonna we're gonna bring him on. Haleda, welcome to the Gooners Podcast Open Mic Show. You are muted, so make sure to unmute yourself so that we can hear you. What's All up, right. Gunners? Hey, how's it going, man? Where are you calling from? I enjoy my day. It's the best day today. I bet. I bet. Where are you from? I'm uh, from DC. Oh, okay. So you're uh, you're right down the street from me. Uh, <laughs> were, were you at Lou's today? Oh, I I'm trying to keep myself in the house. You know. You know, it's weird that they safe. It's weird that the DC Armory Supporters Club in Washington D.C. chose uh, after the Lucky Bar closed. Uh, they chose a place called Lou's. I don't think that's a good. I mean, I would rather go to like wins. I, I lose city bar. It just sounds. I mean, it's not good. And the one time I went there to watch a game, we did lose in heartbreaking fashion to uh, to the to Spurs last year in the in the in that awful awful derby. So I'm not sure I could go back to lose because you know it's got a very yeah. It's, I think like I think me, Lucky Bar was negative. the one um, for real. Like all the best gunners, you know. Just watching a game over. After that place closed, we just like everywhere. You you have no one place that you can call and go watch a game for instance. You know, it's like everywhere is like yeah, shut I was, down. I don't I don't know if you've heard, but I uh, I was a regular at the Lucky Bar from 2013 to 14 until a certain uh, incident occurred where where, where um, I I ended up at the bottom of the stairs un involuntarily. Um, during the World Cup, right after Jermaine Janus scored, uh, for the and maybe York that's the case that they they shut down the place, though. Uh, no, I'm not the reason they shut it down, but uh, I'm not not the reason that they shut it down. <laughs> um, so anyway, Mike has been the death of many a pub in the past. Okay, it's it's <laughs> normally no, yeah, normally I drink them into bankruptcy, but uh, but but this was <laughs> this was a different story. So Haleta. Uh, tell us about your, your thoughts on the game. I mean, 5-0. I We haven't had a 5-0. We haven't scored a five-spot in a Premier League game, I guess, since the last game of the season against Everton last year, which was, uh, you know, which was fun, and it was almost kind of like a dead rubber. Uh, but, uh, I mean, it's your show. Tell us, uh, tell us what you want. So, as you say, Mike, you know, it was like, I feel like we exhausted. You know, if you uh, – for example, you take like the Southampton game, you know, I was always saying like, you know, when you got a chance to kill the game, at least you now two goals, you know, ahead of like, then they start pushing us. If you just like if we score one game, one goal, and then you just start relaxing, you're causing a problem for yourself. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what happened on the Southampton game, you know? So... Today it was like I was saying, "Come on, one more, one more." I was saying oh, the whole game. This is this is my the words that are coming out from my mouth, and then they show the quality. What a what a game! What a what a player that we have. We have a blessed to have all these players for real, you know. And then the only thing that I'm worrying now is like about depth of the team. You know, it was last last year. It was like, are we going to win or not? It was mess right now we th we're thinking about like to make sure that we have the depths of the team you know so we're okay now i still wishing for january like to have at least two players that uh um cover when part is out and jesus out i have no no um 
uh, thought or like um, Enketia is going to be the guy for us, to be honest. That guy is, I don't know how he got the chance. I see his presence, but I don't see as like a very effective striker for me. And and then I don't know how he got the chance to uh, to sign a new contract for real. I don't know what he see, the boss, the quality, we but I don't to, see nothing to be honest with you. Like when you fly, number one. To, someone needs to whisper in his ear before every game. It's July. <laughs> and, dude, and dude will win the golden boot. As, right? I'm telling you, man. And then on if we got like someone as a you know replacement for the party, that would be that would be it. For for real, we're gonna win the, the league. That's what I'm gonna say. So the only spot that I am see our weakness is those two parts. Other than that, we okay. You know, even the, the players rotate and play. I I don't know if you if you guys like um uh, see. So yes, we was playing like in the middle two. I was like, what is this? Did he change the system? Uh, uh, you see him is like he's getting too deep to in the middle. And then I see the players that even they can play different positions. So I'm 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 very happy to see that. It's like one of the improvements, you know, you can yeah, see, a, you know. A definite so, strategy to uh you know to really have players who can and you've seen it with our substitutions on the back four, where essentially it's just exactly know, we, we we bring we bring in whoever needs to be bring, brought in for whoever needs to be brought out, and then we just shuffle the rest of the back line into the position we need to because we've got a right back who can also play left back. We've got a center back who can and has been playing right back. Um, you know, my God, I mean, other than a, a couple of mistakes, and we'll get to that. Um, our back line is the one area where you just feel like we are probably completely set. It, it, yep. It's not just it's not just that though. If you remember though, um, in the game, Reese Nelson started off on the right, ended up on the left. Vieira played on the right, then played in the center. We've got a lot of fluidity in a lot of places. Shout out to that number six position, by the way. I hope that Arteta was looking at Sangare at PSV. But I have a question for you. We were saying that we we um we dominated the game. You know, five nil. It's a great day. But do you feel like we could have gotten more, Pauletta? Um, uh, as I say, it's good enough. You know, it's not about like <laughs> you know about how many score. I mean, goals you score. I I just wanna I just wanna dominate the game and kill it. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? So we've been suffering like from all the Arsenal games past years that we know we just like to hang tight and you know get that point. You know what I'm saying? Especially last year at the end of the you know for the Champions League spot, we were suffering a lot. You know, at the end of the games that they, you know, score on us and on everything, we lose points and everything. So I, I, I don't like that, you know, feelings, you know, to carry it and then, you know, whole year. So I just want to like to to kill the game. You know, two goal differences always is, is, is tough to break. In. And then, you know, if you can score more like today, is out. I was stretching my leg and everything. I was watching the game like this. It's, it, I changed my position for real, for this is this is the kind of game that I want. So it's it's not about like getting a lot of goals, but I just want to you know see that the game is finished. It doesn't yeah. matter at the middle middle of the game or not. Early game, I don't care. But I just want to relax and watch Arsenal, enjoying it. You know what I'm it's saying? A, it's a so brilliant point. That shows us how classy and top you know top team as, as we are. Yeah, I mean that that's how you win and and compete for Premier League titles is you put games away early. And by early, I mean before the seventieth minute, <laughs> and yeah. and and you sit back and you start allaying and and seeing P 
people. I mean, the one thing that didn't happen today that would have made today just absolutely the icing on the cake is a Gabby Jesus goal. Yeah. And, yes. uh, and and I have yes. no doubt that that's coming. But uh, Bill, uh, thanks for helping me open the show. I know you've uh, you've got to run, um, yep. but uh, appreciate it. I hope we'll see you on the next uh, on the next post game show. Absolutely. Thanks for having me, Mike. Uh, and tell us that, other than your other than your uh, your Twitter handle, where can we find you? I believe you are you, you're putting some content out. Uh, right now on Twitter, yeah. Uh, and then I've got a website, GoonerWorks.com. I've been posting there a bit. Uh, it's a bit of a blog. Uh, so yeah, I've been uh, dried up recently on uh, content, but uh, hoping to get some more out there. So yeah, I well, just so follow me on get... Twitter. And, if today doesn't get your juices your juices flowing, I don't know what will. So absolutely, yep. Hoping All to right, well, Bill, out thanks. There, so. Take care. See you again soon. Yep. Mate. Thank you. All right. Um, well, hello to any. Uh, let me ask you one final question, then we're going to move on uh, to our next caller. Oh no. Oh, or are you just we're just going to move on to our next caller? <laughs> you just... I did not do that. Aston, why did you do I that? Blame, I blame I blame you. Listen, first of all, let me talk about my tardiness, by the way, for the audience that doesn't know. I want you all to know that Mike wanted me to leave the game early. That, that's that's what happened, okay? And I refused, like a good Arsenal player uh, fan, to uh, to leave early. And I watched this out to the 90th minute, and that's why I'm late today. I he took me literally. He took me literally because when it was two 0 I said, like, all right, dude, if we win eight, if we're winning eight nothing, can you leave a few minutes early so that you can get home in time? <laughs> and, and 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 we only won five 0 So, um, so I just I, I did want to ask you one more question before uh, before we move on. Um, What's your take on Tomiyasu at left back again? I mean, the the before the last game, I didn't hear anybody complain about it before the game, really. Maybe a couple of questions. And then after the game, it was like, you know, he's losing tyranny. What's going on with tyranny? Have we not learned that that Arteta's not really losing these? I mean, maybe he lost Guendouzi, but he, I, in my opinion, he deserved to be lost. But he knows what he's doing, does he not? Um, hey, definitely, man. It's like when you get a chance and then you take that chance and then you show that, like, what kind of quality you got. I mean, I don't see a reason, like, for Ateta, you know, to do some stuff, you know. And the guy is, like, very successful in that spot. And then I'm I'm so happy because, as I told you, like, the boys that they can rotate everywhere they can play. And then not only that, it brings, like, you know, competition for the, for the other players, you know. To take the spot back, you know, it's, it's going to be tough. And then to see that in Arsenal, it's just been, I'm telling you, I've been suffering for a long time. It makes me, you know, very happy. And, you know, so, and then it gives me like some kind of um, quality that we have. And then we'll be successful this year for sure. Well, that's a that's a positive feeling coming from, from, uh, from my hometown of D.C., before, before you go, before you go, which player had the best influence on the game today? Who's your man of the match? Listen, I, I've been saying I don't want to, I don't want to, uh, you know, just put the, the whole team down. But for me, if Partey is there and then he he played good, like I always say, that Arsenal is a different level. And on the top of that, for today, I was I was wishing the whole time that Gabriel to score. That guy is 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 fearless, and then he just. I don't know. You see him. I don't know what his position is now. I just forgot because you see him defending. He's in the middle. He just is everywhere. You talking and about then, Martinelli or, or Jesus? No, or no, no. Jesus. Jesus. Yes. 
and it was that we have we have for real we have the best quality. His uh, his um, position is is, uh, is officially quite, called awesome. <laughs> I'm uh, telling you, man. Is yeah. I was always saying that, and then if those two are for me, it's like you know, and then Arte was exceptional to be honest with you, and uh, then. Um, for all those like Ishaka and uh, Odegaard, they can play freely while he, you know, dominate in the middles. So that's, and then on the top of that, like the back for the solid. I mean, for me, Tomeas, um, Thomas Partey is, is an exceptional player. All right. So man in the match, Thomas Partey, I think that's well-deserved. And, you know, a yeah. second Arsenal goal with his feet. Um, after we waited Ooh. nine nine and a half years for him to score one of those, he's, he's finally got hey. And then if you see the second shot, it was like it took me back, man. Don't go back, man. Just keep doing the first one. He's, he's, he's got two in a month. Uh, he scores on the thirtieth of every month, I think. So, uh, yeah, beautiful, mate. All right. Well, thanks. Please keep coming back and joining us I on will. the post game show, and uh, and and hopefully at some point very soon, I'll see you at a game in DC. Oh, trust me, we will. We're going to have a good time, trust me. At the end of this year, we're going to have a drink. And then it's on me. I, got you. I'm, I'm literally going to leave here and go over to his house right now. I mean, what else, what else will he buy me? All right, man, take care, buddy. All right, thank you, guys. I appreciate you. All right, bye-bye. That's how I got on the show, actually, is like I just bought you stuff until you let me on. Um, on the Partey thing, you know, it's bought you dinner, I think, uh, the first time we met. So uh, I actually think that's true. I think you bought me dinner. I, yeah. Listen, I'm, I, I'm and, a and fan. I, and I wanted you to be comfortable with the food that we were eating. <laughs> <laughs> listen, listen. Um, on the Partey thing, one of the things that I think is so interesting about the fact that he pointed out that that second shot, he skied it again. Don't give him time on the ball. That's it. We've learned it. Don't give him time on the ball. He yeah, needs to do it. One touch, touch before he shot that? Huh? Did he take a touch before he shot that one? Uh, I, 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 the, I missed the, that one because I was probably like setting the show up or something. But the one he skied, did he like? Yeah, take the a one touch? he skied, he took a touch. He was in oh, the middle. Yeah, he had no, some time. Don't, no, don't take a touch. Yeah, don't. He just needs to. He just needs to open his body up. You pass it into him, and he'll 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 hit it every time. But if you give him time, it's the worst. No parte time for parte. That's what I actually. That was my. Uh, that was my come online uh, that 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 helped me meet Steph. <laughs> I want you to open your body up. <laughs> you got to open your body up, and open I'll take a shot. And uh, yeah, and and I'll, I'll take uh, a shot. A banger. I'll right in, right in the right all in right, the all right, all right, I, I shouldn't. I shouldn't have started that. We're getting both my marriage and my uh, podcasting career is getting is getting canceled. We've got um, more people that want to talk to us, right? Yes, we do. Um, but before we do that, we've just been canceled. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right. So next next in line, uh, and again, if you're backstage and don't have your camera on uh, and, and haven't been on yet, please turn your camera on and we'll bring you on. Next to join us, uh, I believe from the, uh, from the great state of Ohio is uh, someone who has, a, I think, a very good suggestion for a promotion I should have done before the game. Uh, Rich, mate, look, we're Listen, I, I want you to buy me another shirt. That's all it is, Mike. Well, you, you know, you're not even wearing the one I bought you. So what the fuck? No, it's it's in the closet. I haven't burned it yet. No, well, you should wear it when you're watching Fulham games. Now, I suppose. I guess, but, yeah. But um... uh, welcome to the only man I know who owns uh, a William Arsenal shirt. Um, <laughs> And you are now, and, and and he's having a conversation wow. with the only man who owns a Kalasinac Arsenal shirt. So we're uh, and and Aston's mind is just got. blown right now. 
Yeah. 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 Listen, yeah, listen, we all we all make mistakes. We all make mistakes. We all sometimes have a drink or two and get rid. You know, do do some certain things that we'll regret later, right? And I'm Aston sure that that's a Gavin Hoyt shirt. I think somewhere in the okay, background. Aston, for for backstory, I did not buy the Willian shirt. Mike went on Twitter and said, "If Willian gets a goal or an assist in this game, and we I'm win. going to give away a Willian shirt." And mm. then Willian had an assist, and two. my number came up. Yeah, so he had, he had two assists. I forget what game that was. It was it was God, oh it, it was, was the game that Willian played well in. <laughs> it was it was a seven a.m. start, and yeah. there was lots of alcohol involved at six a.m. So yeah, but um, you know you know what's great. Willian's not on the team anymore, and he wasn't on the pitch today. So that's probably a reason why we did so well. What do you What did you think of the game? I I I enjoyed ninety nine point nine percent of it. There was a couple of seconds where I was like, "Wait, what are we doing? Would that why included, are we not scoring that, here?" But would that have included Gabriel's pass in his own end? <laughs> Well, yeah, that one was like, "Whoa, wait, time well, let's, out." Let's, let's talk about that because, Rich, I mean, the 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 narrative uh, has been that Gabriel apparently sucks, uh, despite the fact that there have been weeks where he's essentially cleaned up every single thing inside the box with his head and other parts of his body. Um, despite the fact about- that that him and um, William Saliba have the lowest XG conceded in like yeah. Europe right now, it was one of those passes that to was be, like. Are, are you are you Gabriel in or Gabriel out? We have because you have to no, be I'm, one or the other. I'm in. No I'm in. setting. I'm in. I I, you know what? I was I was amazed with the, uh, you know, it was like all right, that pass was bad, but you know I, I've seen worse, mostly from, you know, three year olds that I've coached in pee wee soccer, but you know, we won't go there. <laughs> pee wee. I had, yeah, I, when he made that pass, I had a little peewee going. Yeah, it was, it was more, <laughs> wait, wait, what, what are you doing? No, but, I mean, we looked solid. I mean, the first half was, it was kind of, we plotted through. And, I mean, the second half, we turned it on. And where did, where did Reese Nelson come back from? Because, let's face it, I wasn't expecting that. The depth Well, that's of why Arteta, Arteta benched him for the PSV game, right? You know, look, I mean, we need stuff like that so we can rotate because let's face it, the guys were tired in the PSV game. It's like there were I mean, players in that play, game. They didn't play well, but how does one know when they're tired? I mean, I don't like, know, but there there were guys in that game that shouldn't have been in that game. Were that were were people? I mean, were we able to discern that people were sweating more than they usually would sweat, or that their or that their heart rate was was going higher than? I mean, I. I, I get I get the whole thing and I'm not and I'm not trying to pile on you or anything like that, but this whole tired thing. Um top level teams play two games a week um uh, and don't get tired. They manage their minutes, but they don't get tired, especially considering that they're running around and exercising and exerting themselves the other four or five days of the week that they're not playing as well. Mm-hmm. And you know, and we don't know how hard or how soft they're they're doing there. So, I mean, maybe they wouldn't get tired if they just kind of sat around and talked about football instead of practicing it during the week. But then that doesn't help either. So, I don't know. I'm I'm kind of a I'm kind of a anti tired narrative thing. But you know, but this is your show, and uh, and so I shouldn't be uh, I shouldn't be coming down on you for what you're. Nah, saying. we we Not we that needed I, that loss. We we kind of we we needed 
we needed a loss like that to go, hey, welcome back to reality. Teams can beat you. I mean, it kind of started with the with with a draw last weekend that we should have won. But, you know, back to but good teams find ways to persevere. And hey, who's top of the league? Um, last time I looked, it was us. Bet. <laughs> What you know. I, listen, you're you're literally banned from that. We spoke about sent you and Bet. Okay, you are literally banned from being. Men didn't know the difference between the baby and little baby. Okay, you I are didn't. Banned I from didn't that say word. I did. I did not say I didn't know the difference. I asked you if they were different. <laughs> but 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 listen, Rich. What I love about what and you're I'm saying convinced that is little baby and little Nas X are cousins. I mean. You know, yeah, yeah. The, well, obviously, obviously, because all, all black people are cousins, right? And uh, Lil Bow Wow. No, all little people are cousins. Come on, man. What? No, no. But what I love what you're saying about the game and saying that we needed that loss is uh, one of the things that's been a feature, an absolute feature of the uh, Pep Guardiola Man City sides is after they lose, they absolutely smash somebody. And for us to be, if Arteta can find that gear in us, find that anger, find that that uh, that mental toughness to just want to go out there and set the record straight, well, then we're going to talk about a much more consistent Arsenal. No, agreed. That's you know we, I I've been very happy with this season. There have been a couple of moments where we've looked not good, but for the most part, you know, it's like. All these other so-called title contenders. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's Manchester City, and then there's everybody else, and we're the top of everybody else right now, from what I've seen. Well, I I, I think we're seeing a league that that has three tiers to it right now. It's it's two teams, the next five teams, and then the thirteen below it. And normally, it's kind of you know uh, like a four eight eight type of setup you know that's the formation that the premier league normally sets up with <laughs> um, but i i i would say we're you know it, it's it's one and one a at this point now do i think that over 38 games we will end up with more points than manchester city no but i you know if we manage to at least split the six points with them or or you know take take either three points off of them or four points off of them, um, or we keep it to two points each in our in our two games against them this season. By you know that then it really is kind of under our control, and I don't mean that literally in the sense that it was last year. Top four was within our reach because all we had to do was win every game. Um, I, I just I, I think that we're right there, um, and and I would have never expected that. I would have expected to be competing potentially for second or third not to be in the in the discussion for first and 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 again that doesn't mean that if we should end up finishing this season third place that that's a failure to me um we're just putting in our position we're putting ourselves in a position now by stockpiling these points against the teams that we should be and and getting six points against two teams that we haven't done overly well against lately uh in Tottenham and and Liverpool to put ourselves in the position to better sustain your awful January like we had last season. If we should have a month like that again, it's not going to knock us into seventh place. It's going to keep us hungry. And 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 
I see changes like Aston was saying in our ability to bounce back from from poor performances and 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 get better. So something's happening. And something's I want to bring happening. up not just one other player. <laughs> I'm just gonna I'm gonna mention one name, Granite Jacka. I mean. Oof. You mean penalty box poacher, Granite Jaka? You I mean, mean box in the box cannot wait. be stopped, Granite Jaka? Tap in merchant. <laughs> how many? How many people last year said, you know, he has no place with us, or the year before? Let's get rid of him. Let's get rid of him. And now he's playing a different role, and he is excelling in that role, and just looking fine. <laughs> Who knew that after so many years of making so many errors in our box, he was just learning how to make defenders make errors in their box. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, yeah, I mean, you, you, you learn from experience. You have to trial and error. He's like, okay, so this is what I now have to do to other people. I know it cost us multiple games in our season and cost us a hundred million pounds in the champions league. But, but yeah, I mean, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's amazing. Yeah. Uh, Mark in the chat wanted Jesus to score. And as they say, as the announcers say, hey. he's overdue. He's overdue for a goal. And, um, yeah. and and I'm always <laughs> looking at that. And I'm like looking over myself to see where this, where Jesus is. Um, but, uh, but yeah, he, he's due. And you know what? I got no worries that he's going to break out. I mean, I don't think he's worse than he was at the beginning of the season. I think the game situations are ending up differently. You can't pass. I mean, regression to the mean as long as it's regression to his mean, I'm cool with it. Not regression to just the average mean of a, you know, of a of a footballer in the Premier League. Uh, but you know, he was out of his mind in the first ten games of the season. The fact that he's been in his mind in the second ten games isn't overly concerning to me, as long as you know it all it all equals out. So it's about the name on the front of the shirt, not the name on the back of the shirt. Rich. If you play for the front of the shirt, don't remember the name on the back of the shirt. Thank you, Tony Adams. <laughs> Rich, we're talking about goals that didn't happen in Jesus. What about goals that happened? What was your pick of the bunch? Uh, of today's goals, it was it was that Martinelli goal. The starts it off. Oh, that that header. I'm like, did I just see that? <laughs> because, <laughs> I mean, literally, he threw his head right in there. I mean, guy's foot coming right at it. Throws his head right in there, drops it into the goal. I mean, it was it was a great goal. I mean, I'm gonna do a little yeah. humble. I'm gonna do a little humble brag right now because that goal reminded me of somebody uh, when I uh, when I was growing up watching watching the Arsenal, um, and um, you know during the first half, I was having a little chat uh, with my friend Alan Smith. Uh, we were going back and forth about the game, um, and uh, and I said, hey. That goal reminds me of somebody, you know, getting his head in there and and being dead on accurate, and um and he, and he was he was quite pleased with that. But uh, right. I was I was I was telling him that the, the I saw the I found these letters. I'm going a little bit off off ca- uh, track today, but I found these letters today that, or my mom found these letters that I wrote to my grandparents when I had moved to London as a teenager, and. I looked through all the letters and mostly it was way too much detail about my golf score. Uh, but one of them was like, Hey, I took my, I took uh, my parents to the, uh, to the the football team that I like. And for my birthday this weekend, so I would forgotten that I actually took my parents to the North bank terraces of Highbury in 1989. I'm surprised that my mom survived that, but, um, and I'm like, I'm like, we lost the game, but it was still fun. And then, 
I was thinking, like, what game was that? And then, like, five minutes later, I'm watching on television, and they're talking about how how Arsenal had not lost a game to Nottingham, you know, versus Nottingham Forest since March 11th, 1989. Uh, <laughs> Where are the like, chances? First of all, I'm like, first of all, I, I can't tweet that because then it's gonna like completely jinx us, and we're gonna lose tomorrow. But but secondly, I, I'm like, I can't believe that's the last time. I mean, I, obviously they hadn't played for many years when when Forest was in the second division, except for in cups. But um, but I was like, that's the last time we lost. I was at that game, and guess who scored? Alan Smith. Uh, oh, in the three-one loss. So uh, so I had to mention that to him. But but I mean that. Getting back to that goal, I mean, that's a that's a goal scorer's goal. That is to to be able to do. I didn't realize he had such a good head. No, <laughs> <laughs> and we'll we'll keep that clean. So <laughs> I meant that clean. I don't know what. Uh, you no, know. nah, it was that was it was just one of those goals. It was like wow, you, you see that and you're like okay. The only, thing that makes me the only thing that makes me sad about that goal is I was really feeling like in the beginning stages, Martinelli and Saka were really on it together. Like there was this wavelength going on between them. I saw Saka popping up on the left-hand side, Martinelli popping up the right-hand side. Them, they they seem to have like just been on it. And for right. Saka to have to come off the pitch a little later is really, really frustrating because I thought we were going to see something special. But – you know, I say all this, but then Reese Nelson comes on and, and shuts me up, okay? So we still yeah. had a great game, and I still loved it. I, I didn't mind seeing Sokka come off because I would rather him come off precautionarily in that point than to stay on and be gone for the rest of the season. Right, right, right. You got to, you know, gotta, you know so, and, and Reese Nelson came on and had a hell of a game. I, you know. It, it was it was really like listen first of all i was i was the first person to say when Saka came off i thought Vieira was coming on right we saw we didn't see yeah. reese nilsson start against uh psv we saw Vieira a little out of position playing in where you would think reese nilsson was go i thought that was pretty much the sign that we'd never see him again you know maybe we get a move from him in january and then here he goes uh, popping up, it really speaks to Arteta's ability to really motivate these players. I think. Well, again, we don't know we don't know what we've seen in practice in, in training, but right. uh, you know, Marquinhos had a, a pretty bad performance in Europe a couple of a couple of weeks ago, and for a player that probably wasn't too destined to be in the uh, in the regular game day squad rotation until he had some good performances early on, it does the rope is pretty short. When it comes to Arteta, and I think he's he's kind of lost trust in Paulinho, in Paulinho, in um, in Marquinhos at that level, and you know that's why we're seeing Reese Nelson elevated above him. And sometimes those things end up working in your favor, and sometimes they don't. Hey, Rich, we're gonna um, we're gonna move on to Mo. Uh, Fair it's, uh, uh, it's man of the match before you go. Oh yeah, man oh, of the match. I gave my man of the match to Reese Nelson. I just dude was impressive. I mean. The two goals, the assist, and just the way he played the whole game. Fair enough, man. I think uh, I think that was generally the uh, the the who makes those decisions. The Premier League. It's a fan vote on the Premier League website. I think. Well, uh, then uh, then you are you are like the fans. You're almost I, like a fan. He got my vote on there, so beautiful. Well, it's that probably, uh, and he got Williams' vote as well. All right, mate. Take care, buddy. We'll see you soon. Later, bro. 
All right. All right. Live all the way from Palestine. Joining us once again, Mohammed. How you been, my friend? Hi, Mike. Hi. How are you? It's a long time now since I've been with you. Hi, yeah, Mike. It's been a while, well, it's been a while since we've done one of these. My uh, my schedule's been yes. a bit wonky, but uh, um, so. I'm we sure. are absolutely gargantuan, by the way, to have people from Palestine. Like big, big up, man, big up. Love our got, family. Yeah, last Thank couple you. last couple of weeks, we've had folks on from Nigeria, from Pakistan, from you know, from Ohio, like all the way in Ohio, um, and uh, it, it's fantastic. But Mo, you're a frequent guest on the uh, on the post game show. We know you're, you're full of opinions. Um, let's let's have some back and forth because uh, <laughs> I don't want to turn the the mic over to you for twenty consecutive minutes, but I do want to hear. A lot of what you yeah. have to say. So um, we got we got Gabriel's play, uh, little hiccup, which is maybe the only one thing that we can focus on that's negative about today, but it, it's worth talking about. We've got uh, uh, Saka's injury uh, and whether he probably should have stayed on for as long as he did. We've got Cedric actually getting on the pitch for, for a moment or two for the first time ever. And uh, we've got a lot of different talking points. We even have Jake Paul beating Anderson Silva last night, if you want to talk about that. so, But the floor is yours. Uh, what are your takes? I think fantastic performance, great win. We needed this win to boost our confidence after the lackluster performances in the, in the, in the last few games, especially attacking-wise. We were suffering in the attacking shape, scoring goals in the last three or four games. So scoring five at... It could be six or seven or eight today. It's very good to our uh, to our uh, confidence to boost it. Uh, such a great performance! I think Party, Chaka, Odgard were fa were fantastic. The three of them were fantastic all the match. Martinelli also was very good. Um, one of the brightest uh, points of the game is uh, Rhys Nelson. Maybe redemption between practices. Uh, maybe in life or or even in sport, the chance uh, comes to you once. So um, Nelson should grab his chance. Okay, he did his job. He uh, scored twice. He gave one assist. But he must continue with this good performance until the end of the season for many reasons. To be in the art uh, in the Arsenal team and his uh, contract expires at the end of the season. So. If he will convince Arteta and Ido to give him new contract, he should deliver from now, from this beginning, new beginning for Nelson until the end of the season. Let me, let me uh, ask you this, uh, Bob, uh, because we, we talked about earlier in the podcast, his contract ends at the end of the season, but he is on 75,000 pounds a week. So the question would be, and I, you know, we always like to play kind of financial wizards and and you know we act like this money is ours to spend and not just the clubs but um you know in the in the hierarchy of who makes what at the club and what we want there that hierarchy to look like assuming we extend him to either preserve his ability to be sold a la joe willock or to actually have him become a useful and and frequent member and part of the club uh you got to do 75,000 or more. So, you know, with, with a lot of people worried about the fact that we paid a hundred thousand pounds to, uh, to, to Eddie Niketia, would you extend him at a wage of 75,000 or more than likely 90,000, which it'll probably take to, to extend him, Or would you I let think him walk? Mike, 
I think, Mike, for me, some numbers that are talking about are not correct. For example, Edin Ketia, it's not on 100K. He is less, less. It's, it's, it's after add-ons with certain conditions. It's not, it's not given, given one, 100K. It's, it makes a lot of difference. It may, maybe he's on 60 or 65 that okay. will raise, rise to 80 uh, to 100 with some certain conditions, appearances, uh, scoring goals, achievements, uh, mm. titles, uh, wins. So it's not that's, not that's true. That's true. But I think yeah. I, I think it's safe to assume, even if those numbers are wrong, that that for example, we know that Fabio Vieira is on a very 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 low wage for what we're yes. used to. We signed him on a you know somewhere like thirty five to forty five thousand a week, um, which I think is a great deal. Um, we, uh, you know, so let, let's just assume that Reese Nelson is making a lot more than, than someone like Fabio Vieira. And so, and, and, you know, I don't want to focus so much on what he's making. I'm just, I'm just saying. Yeah, that me about financial, I think Nelson, for me, I think Nelson is not on 75. Never, never. I think he's, he's much low. Even, even El Nene, El Nene, who's uh, the main backup for, for party. El Nene, I think is on 45 or 50. So I don't think that Nilsson... Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I completely misread his contract. The the three point nine million was for the entirety of the five years, not not for oh years. Yes, I think <laughs> I think this. All right, all right. The, the whole maybe, premise maybe of this 30. podcast. He's maybe on fifteen thousand a week. My bad. Yes, fifteen. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, you, 15, blew, yes. you were blowing my mind. You were blowing my I mind. I'm looking at five I years, 3.9 million pounds, and I'm doing the math. I'm, I'm dividing 3.9 million, uh, or I'm assuming that was the annual. Wow, okay, so, that makes a big difference. He's on 15,000 yeah. a week. Resign his ass right now. <laughs> you should have asked the gerbil. I bet you the gerbil would know. The gerbil would you, know. The, ger- the gerbil knows what, uh, what what Jordan Henderson said to uh, to Gabriel. I mean, he knows, he, he, and and that will turn out to be correct. If you uh, permit me, Mike, to, to add some points, I think some worrying uh, points of the match today is the injury of Saka. I think Saka was our best player in the first 15 minutes when we started very strongly and he, he gave the cross to, to Martinelli. So Saka is a key, key player. It's very important. We pray that his injury is minor and he will be able to play against Chelsea. Very important, tough away match. Uh, this point that I was talking two months ago, not signing a winger and a midfielder in the last January transfer window was a big failure. For Arsenal and for Ito, it's obvious. And I, I told you, are, are you uh, asking this... for a review of the of the window so that we can? <laughs> no, no. Just I to recap, I, I, just I to remember, uh, Mike, Mike, to recap that Saka. I said it months before, two months before, or more. Saka and Martinelli can't play all the matches and all the minutes in all the competition. We need, if we want to go to the next level. We need another top winger at their level or even better to compete Mohammed, with them. Mohammed, let me ask you. You're asking, you're saying that you we need some reinforcement in January. Are there any names that, that in particular yes. that are not your interest? Yes. yes, of course. There there are many names. And I will, shen, I will mention uh, one name for you. Uh, mm-hmm. Arsenal must must be clever. 
Leandro Trossard. Leandro Trossard. His deal expired at the end of the season with Brighton. He's a very, very good player. Premier League proven. He can play with both feet, both wings, and even a striker with the Belgian national team. His uh, numbers are impressive. He had an impressive also start to the season with Brighton. His top uh, scorer for Brighton. Very, very good player. He, he can compete with Saka and Martinelli and add the extra quality and competition in the wings. So, yeah, Leandro Trotter, and I will tell you, Newcastle, Newcastle and Chelsea, to end this point, Newcastle and Chelsea are interested in him. Do you think Do you think that he's good enough to push Saka and Martinelli, or do you think that he'd be more of a rotational player? No, no, he's, he's good enough to push mm -hmm. them and to compete with them at the starting uh, uh, place in the lineup. I, I, I watch him carefully. I want to ask you one more question because you brought this up when you were talking about that first 15-minute period with, with Sock. And I said this too, that there was a lot of energy and that was a lot of brightness. It feels like when Reese came on for a minute, uh, for the rest of that half, we kind of died down a little bit, but we really brought it back in the second half. What do you attribute that to? What do you, what do you think that, that uh, those fluctuations came from in the game? Maybe, maybe some players are not assured of Nelson as Saka. To, mm. all, all, our, all our players give the ball to Saka and they, they are assured that Saka will go and will dribble one defender and other defender and will cross the ball or will shoot. For Nelson, I think Nelson is the first match for him. Uh, so maybe at the beginning, they were not assured that to give him the ball. And Nelson maybe at the, uh, at the beginning, first few minutes, he needed time to adapt and to grow uh, with the match. Gabriel Jesus' point for me is, is very worrying. Uh, he's moving well. He's having a good energy in the match. But his goal drought in the last four matches are really a worry. Mm. Today, he could have four or five. PSV Eindhoven match uh, the same. Southampton match the same. So I think... Uh, for me, if, to analyze Jesus' situation, uh, for two points, lack of confidence and his decision-making. His decision-making in executing his chances is not good. Yeah, I actually agree with you there. I think there was that chance that came in. Remember, he was by the back post, and he swung his right foot at it, tried to get an outside the boot, like kind of just dink in. And I'm like, for the life of me, I'm like, why didn't you swing your left foot? Like you were open. The the whole goal was there for you. Why did you choose to and swing another your two right chances? Foot? An another two chances, if you remember with me. One when he got the uh, the pass and the keeper was out of his goal, just chip it, chip it over the keeper. <laughs> he he took he took the wrong decision to uh, to 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 keep going with the ball and the keeper came to him and the angle came narrow and it was a corner and the second uh, uh, chance if you remember he has one one on one with the keeper just place it in the far corner and he shoot direct uh, at the keeper so his decision decision making he's he's hurry to score so we need gabriel jesus to score it's not healthy that that we we won five and our center forward didn't score any one of them. So 
Is that I personally blame Mike. I blame Mike because he doesn't pray to Jesus. <laughs> in the toughest matches in the, against Chelsea, we got, we got and the, 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 the Jew, the black guy, and the Palestinian in the chat, talking about Jesus and, uh, and praying. <laughs> I mean, this, this is the Gooners podcast. I think, guys, guys, I think in the toughest matches that as the next match against Chelsea, we need Jesus to score. That's true. That's very it's true. Not, it's not uh, against Nottingham Forest. He, he will have five or six uh, clear cut chances. No, maybe against Chelsea or the strong team. You have two chances, so you have to score both or one at least. Well, I mean that. I look. I I think anyone would want to see Jesus capturing his chances. I personally am not. I I don't think it's a systemic problem with him. Um, I just think that you know peaks and valleys sometimes with players, and and right now, whether it's confidence, whether his mind is on something else, or whether it's just situational. I mean, you know he should have gone for the upper right corner, but maybe he tried and the, the leg was a millimeter off. I mean, I, I don't know. I, I, I love, I love making maybe decision making. Well, it, it might be. Uh, but uh, mm-hmm. I, let, let me just say, I, I back him to find his form again. And in the meantime, in the meantime, the things that he is doing that aren't including uh, chipping the goalkeeper and putting the ball in the corner uh, are helping us win games, and as long as that's the case, I, I you know, I, I know no one is suggesting that he should be replaced, especially when the no, no, no. replacement is 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 Eddie Nketiah at the moment. But and and I'm not saying I'm that you are, either, but you know, I I just I I tend to look at the game overall and say, you know what, he is still super super valuable to us out there, and if he, you know, and and when the shots come back around again, uh, it's going to be fire. And, uh, He's a hard worker, and he ho- also have some assists today. So we hope absolutely. that he finds the back of the net soon, because uh, it's very important. And, and I think Arteta are managing the load, the physical load of the player uh, wisely. Look at Terni and Tomiyasu. None of them is playing full 90 minutes in any competition in Europa League, and he rotates. So, uh, one of them starts in the oh, league. Another Tomiyasu's got, uh, got some nineties. Not not in the last couple of games, but in the couple of games before. Maybe once, he's, he's, once, he's once. A couple of nineties. Yes. Um, so he's he's managing uh, the physical load of the players according to their also uh, injury record. So I think it's a good thing. Uh, now we have to finish the job against FC, FC Zurich to maintain this top, this important. Uh, top of the group, uh, then we will have the Chelsea clash. And for me, in January, Edo, from now, must act to find the needed two players in the midfield and a winger to, to be more depth and quality in our squad. We can't, when we have some, some injuries, worried as, as of all us uh, is doing. We are, every Arsenal fan is very worried when some injuries happen. Why? Because the backups is not as the starting. For yeah. me, Fabio Vieira, for example, okay, he has talent. He has talent. He's, he started his Arsenal career very good. But if you look at today and against Southampton, not convincing, very ordinary, maybe lacking this confidence. He, he, he doesn't progress the ball uh, as as he 
must do. Um, so I think Fabio Vieira, until now, we expect much better from him. So depth-wise, quality-wise, we need another two players to, uh, to remain in this good shape in the league and in all competition until the end of the season. I think that probably is the plan. I mean, given that we didn't make mm. that, that 40, 50, 60 million pound move at the end of the transfer window for a winger, uh, I think that money is essentially rolled over to January, not you know, just psychologically speaking anyway. And they know, they know, especially since Arteta doesn't appear to have found Marquinhos to be that person, uh, that, that we do need that depth, especially in the, uh, in the midfield position. So, Mohamed, I'm, I'm going to uh, just point out that we, we have a spammer in the, in, the, uh, in the chat. He used to work for the podcast, but he's trying to get uh, rude, rude words on, uh, on there. So just, just disregard this Andy R person. Um, but, uh, uh, before we get to your man of the match, I want, and, and our final, uh, open micer who is, uh, dangerously driving through the streets of Richmond right now, uh, while on the phone, I'm not sure that we can commit to his, his felony that he's committing at the moment, but, uh, just want to point out that Gooners versus cancer is not done for the year. I've, I've, had, a weeks, I've had a few weeks of, of kind of having my mind on other things, but we are the final event. Well, the second final event, the two final events are going live this week. One is going to be the FIFA tournament, uh, which has been long delayed, but it's about to happen. And there's a special twist this year. Uh, you'll be hearing more about that with our, uh, our partner on the, on the FIFA tournament, which is no less than um, something FTV. Uh, I forget what the first letter is, but uh, oh, I think it's AFTV. Um However you feel about AFTV, they will get the word out about Gunners versus Cancer through this FIFA tournament to a lot of people who more than likely spend 90% of their time playing FIFA. And Listen, uh, and so the winner of the tournament play. gets to play me and lose. Well, yeah, the, the, the round of 16 uh, progression will get to play uh, folks that they know from AFTV. But anyway, that's coming this week. And also we have the... Uh, the Gooner Raffle, which is live right now at GoonersVCancer.com. The first six prizes out of about 10 are already on there. They're great prizes, and we've got more to be added to it this week. So uh, take a quick look at this video, and then, Mohammed, when we come back, we'll ask you for your man of the match, and then we'll go to Joey. Um, but uh, this is the new updated version of, uh, of our Gooners versus Cancer promotional video. And if you were on the fence about donating – uh, or if you've donated already and you might be wanting to donate again, if these people can't convince you to do it, then I don't know what to tell you. Hey, Gooners. This is Alan Smith. This is Kevin Campbell. Lee Dixon. Colin Lewin. This is Gary Lewin. Charles Watts. Dan Potts. James Benj. Stanley. Tom from the Gooner Talk here. Ryan O'Castle. Simon Collins. You may know me from the Evening Standard. You may know me from my time at Arsenal. You may know me from Arsenal or even the Hybrid Squad. My bird cat Wonderland. Being that physio set on the bench next to Arson with my rubber gloves on. The former Arsenal physio. The Emirates press box from writing, from Twitter. From goal.com, from Twitter, from YouTube. Football is the beautiful game and it brings us all together. Sometimes there are things even more important than wins and losses. And yes, even transfers. Every 30 seconds someone in this world gets diagnosed with blood cancer. The Leukaemia and Lymphoma Society works towards curing blood cancers and provide support to families currently dealing with these diseases. Gunas vs Cancer was started in 2017 by a lifelong Guna who lost his father to leukaemia way too young. 
Since 2017, Gunners v Cancer has raised over $75,000 for the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society. And we need your help to keep the fundraising going in this year's campaign. Every donation helps. Every donation helps. Every donation helps. Every donation helps. No matter the size. And every donation enters you into the Gunner raffle. We have a great chance to win amazing Arsenal prizes, including game tickets, stadium tours, signed men and women's shirts. And maybe a retro signed shirt by yours truly, Lee Dixon. Me, yours truly. Yours truly. Super kick so much more. It's easy to take part. Just go to www.gunasvcancer.com and donate directly to the charity. Pick the raffle prizes you want to enter to win and wait for the drawings at the end of the campaign. Again, that's www.gunasvcancer.com. We all know that victory grows out of harmony. Victory grows out of harmony. Victory grows out of harmony. With your help, we'll be victorious against blood cancer once and for all. Thank you for your support. Thank you for your support. Thank you for your support. Thanks for your support. Thanks for your support. Thank you for your support. That's a hell of a video. Who's 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 dinging right now? <laughs> All right, so this is this is the website. It's live uh, with with the prizes. Uh, so far, we've got a a team signed shirt signed by. Uh, I think this was the traveling squad that came to America uh, this summer. That's where I received the shirt from the club. And, uh, and, and so all your favorites are on there. Um, we've got a, uh, a, a pretty rare, pretty special 2002-2003 away shirt from Thierry Henry. Um, that's donated by our good friend Sebi. It's, a, I think, size large, and, uh, and that's available to be bid on. A signed picture of Alan of Ian Wright, <laughs> Alan Smith. Uh, <laughs> I don't see color. Uh, <laughs> signed picture of Ian Wright, uh, right there for your for you to frame and, and take home. Speaking of framed, Ruth Beck's greatest creation, in my opinion, Highbury Days. This is a special photo that she created, and this is one of only five framed signed versions. Uh, of this donated by Ruth Beck, so you'll have one of a very rare set of uh, of, orig of, of, orig of prints signed by the artist. Uh, this is the Perry Groves experience. This is my favorite prize, uh, and I've been lucky enough to sit in on somebody's version of this. This is last year where Mark Mertz, good friend of the podcast, got to spend an afternoon with, along with his daughter, with Perry Groves at the Tollington. They first went for a tour of the Emirates led by Perry Groves. That was a kind of a group legends tour. And then after the tour, the two of them got uh, took a, a stroll down to the Tali for what ended up being about two, three hours of, of beers and stories and laughter. Uh, and, um, and, and you just can't put a price on that. Uh, and if you've ever had a beer with Perry Groves, which, which I've been lucky enough to do, that is an experience that you won't forget. And, uh, also by Vivek, who I think is in the chat, generously donating a, a disc plate, which is a, a pretty cool piece of Arsenal artwork. I think it's made out of metal, and, and it's shiny, and it's framed, and it's large, and, and, uh, and Vivek has donated one uh, to this year's raffle again. Thank you, Vivek. Uh, and we'll be having more great Arsenal prizes uh, from the club and from others this week. So all you got to do is go to GoonersVCancer.com, click on the Donate Now button, and... 
send in some money to the Leukemia Lymphoma Society and you'll get tickets that you can allocate towards those raffles. So uh, so keep it going, guys. And, and thank you for all the support that we've had to date. And Mohammed, thank you for joining us and for waiting through that. Um, thank you. Your man of the match today. I think it, it must be between uh, party Utgard and Chaka and I will choose Thomas party. I think he was very good influence on the game defensively and offensively. So uh, I think he was fantastic today. Absolutely. I, I, I don't think that you're alone. I think you're in good company of, uh, of giving that to Thomas Partey. And, you know, he, he has had some performances where he's kind of gone missing this year, but more often than not, he is the difference. Uh, and, uh, and it was great to see him have one of those games today. So, Mohammed, good to see you again, buddy. Uh, take care. Stay safe. And, uh, and we'll see you soon, all right? See you soon, Mike. All right. Take care. Just do do this show weekly. <laughs> I, I, I will try. I, I, I will try. And uh, you know, Aston's here too. Uh, and uh and, and he's he's been my ride or die on these shows for, for a few weeks. So uh, we keep doing it weekly if you'll show up weekly. Yeah, if you, you guys show up weekly, I'll do uh, listen, if I got a ride solo, I will. We'll get it we'll get it done, okay? You can do it. Know, last word, guys, last word. It's it's always pleasure to interact with people from different cultures speaking about Arsenal after the games. So for me, it's uh, much pleas pleasure, uh, Mike, always to be with you. Hey, Gunner family. Love you, buddy. Take care. Mike, I, w I did, before we bring in our next guest, I did want to just hype up the uh, Gooners versus Cancer. I have to say, what a fantastic performance of Arsenal on the pitch, and what a fantastic performance by our fans off the pitch. Every time I see this thing, I am so shocked that you're that it came from you because it's so well done and classy. A lot of things that come from me and come <laughs> out of me are anything but classy. But, uh, yeah, that's, um, you know... I, I cashed in a bit on, on on some of my friendships and relationships. I won't call them all friendships. So that would be a little bit presumptuous. But uh, you know, in seven years, I've accumulated and 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 gotten to you know relationships with a lot of amazing people, and uh, and so many that 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 weren't able uh, just based on the timing to contribute videos to that. I could do a whole second one of completely different people that are mm -hmm. are just Arsenal legends on and off the pitch in various capacities. Um, and uh, and I, if I had the time to do it, but that, yeah, that just makes me smile to, to see everyone so willing to, to participate. And the reason I was talking to Alan this morning is because he was able to send me a couple more clips that, that, that didn't reference 2021 that didn't reference the time sensitive <laughs> things. And, and, and so now I can use that every year, but yeah, it, it, it just warms my heart. It is, much more than a 5-0 win on the pitch, which makes me damn happy. Um, the positive energy that, that, that I get from, from just the community at large in Arsenal is, uh, is second to none, and I, you know, I wouldn't trade it for anything. So wouldn't even trade it for Manchester City. That's, mm. how, that's how incredible it is. Um, wouldn't trade anything for Manchester City. No. What we don't want, though, is part of that community getting in a car accident we're getting arrested, and I don't even think Joey knows he's on camera yet. But uh, I know Joey. Tell I me know. somebody else is holding that camera, please. Yeah, my uh, my production assistant, otherwise known as my wife Lisa, is holding. Yeah, the camera. I, I, I was hoping Lisa was holding that, and not because I can't see your right hand, which, uh, is, yeah. which is which is pretty normal for you that I that your right hand is is. Oh, okay, there it is. 
<laughs> well, say hello to the lovely Lisa behind the camera and Joey. Um, on your way home from Gus's, presumably, uh, the first and most important question is, um, what kind of form was Tom Rosenhammer in today? Uh, well, this is one of those. This is one of those. Uh, one of those days where he had to leave soon after the game because uh, he has Tom as a single dad. He had his daughter today uh, to go pick up his daughter, so he had to leave after the game. But we were all in 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 pretty rare form. Also, our our local. I know you know. I'm, I'm I don't know if I'm supposed to plug our local team, but our local Richmond Kickers. We had a we had a semifinal game last night. He was actually at the game. I unfortunately was not, but we suffered a heartbreaking one nil loss um, to uh, to the Red Wolves in the in the USL semifinal, which kind of sucks. But uh, yeah, the folks that were there were uh, definitely on one last night, and uh, that was very evident when yeah, those folks, yeah. including Tom, showed up to the game to, to the game this morning to Gus's. <laughs> Tom is, is the easiest person in the world to know by text when he's been drinking and when he hasn't been drinking. And I got absolutely. I got a few absolutely. texts from him. I got a few texts from him last night that that, that gave away the plot. And uh, and so, uh, <laughs> so uh, good to hear that you, that that, uh, that you hung out with him. Yeah. Um, also, so, uh, another a shout out to Gunnar's the Cancer Man. Uh, I saw the video. What a great thing that you've done. I second what Aston said. Um, you know. I don't second what you said about the things that come out of you um, because I've seen firsthand some of those things, but this, this thing is very, 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 very good. What a great cause. So good on you, man. <laughs> Speaking you, about good on him, what about good on the game? What'd you think of today's performance, man? Uh, I, I thought it was a little, a little shaky, or as I like to say, my patented phrase in the first half, uh, puckered butthole time. Uh, it was definitely puckered butthole time for a little bit in the first half. Uh, but we, we got it in. And, uh, also I look like a massive peaks by the end. Yeah. I I look like a massive dick today. Uh, number one, because I'm me and I look like that all the time, but number two, because, um, right when, so when Saka got picked up his knock and, uh, we see, we see Reese Nelson warming up on the sidelines and I'm just like, no. And I, and I turn around and I said to a, a bunch of people sitting behind us, I said, Reese Nelson is about as useful as an asshole right here. And uh, and then he scored two goals and got an assist inside of 15 minutes. Well, I don't so, want to, I don't want you to see this, Joey, because you're driving. But uh, but but this was my reaction to Nelson getting you, man. Listen, I went on Twitter and I said, and also I might not be long for Twitter if you've seen the kind of stuff that's been happening. No, since, you'll be uh, fine now. But, but uh, four days but, ago um, you would have been banned, but not now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um. I, I went on. I actually went on Twitter and and, and made my my uh, what seems to be weekly eating crow tweet about uh, about what I said and what I thought and his performance. And man, he uh, he really for you know for the first two minutes, couple minutes, it was a little shaky, but he really ended up really sparking a lot of life uh, into the team. And dare I say, he was the impetus or the catalyst for us to kind of go on and kick on from there. Um, but once, once we, and we have a history of kind of doing this, once we flicked that switch, it was kind of just over. They barely looked like scoring once we flicked that switch and we looked like scoring every time, almost every time we were inside their half or we were inside or close to the final third. So i uh, really, really happy with the second half. This is a player I know you have a very special affinity for and always have. Uh, what do you think about our second striker? Uh, and, and I'm of course referring to number 34, uh, Granite Jaka, I, I, you, you, you have while while you apparently hate hate most of our players like uh, like Reese Nelson, 
you have always loved Granite Jaka, and uh, and and so your your time and your investment uh, has has flourished and come to an absolute uh, you know just having a beast of a season this season. So are you are you personally? Yeah. We know to, not to keep bringing in Tom, but Tom likes to call certain players his son. He loved Mainsley. He loved Wheelshare. Um, yeah. I think Tierney is another one of those guys. Um, yeah, yeah. You know, he called Granite Jaka his daddy. Granite Jaka is your son. Granite Jaka is my my son. My my uh, large my large white Albanian son. Um, uh, my fully grown adult Albanian son. Um, uh, first of all, Tierney shall henceforth be known as. Yeah, yeah. Give me my stepson. Can't you see the resemblance? Uh, first of all, Tierney shall henceforth be known as Tesco Bag Tierney. I'm trying to get that one to gain some traction. So if you guys can help me out with that, that'd be great. But um, Granite Jacka. That's Jacka, not going to gain in any traction if we start trying to help you out. <laughs> you can't get this Grant, pod to gain any traction, much less other people yeah, that appear yeah. in the pod's nicknames. <laughs> Granite Jacka is, is and man, I've been saying it for years. When, when put in a position to succeed, we had a few straight coaches or a few consecutive coaches not necessarily put him in a position to succeed. When he is put in a position to succeed, he's a world beater. And I, I had faith in him the whole time, the whole time. And, man, it was I was willing to die on this hill. Uh, thank God I'm, I'm still on the hill, fully alive, clutching my gun in my hand with my foot up on the rock, looking valiantly over all the people that I've defeated because Granite Jaka is performing like Granite Jaka right now. So uh, I'm not going to claim any. You know, he's on the pitch doing the work, but I could claim maybe like 2% of that success, maybe like two to three percent of that success. After, after every goal he scored this season, do you just get up in front of the television at Gus's and just strip naked and and, and put your Bro, arms up like, like, hey, like Randy listen, Orton? Hey, listen, if it's that kind of party, I'm gonna put my dick in the mashed potatoes. Okay, that's, <laughs> yeah. that's how I feel. That's how I feel every time this this guy does something good, which is all the time now. And where where he was, was gonna be like, that kind of party, I put my dick. <laughs> I, 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 I want you to know. I want you to know, I could ask Granite Jocka one question over the summer, and when I did, I was just like, hey, how are you making it through, you know, all the abuse? And he said, that guy, Joey, that guy, Joey at home, I was going to quit Arsenal, but I had that one fan who puts his dick in mashed potatoes for me. And that's why I'm name. here today. In my name. I got you. Granite Jocka, if you're out there listening somewhere, I got your back, bro. I got <laughs> your back. You and I'm slowly converting the official faithful. You and, uh, and and Ken Robinson, who uh, who who is rivaling you as his biggest fan, and and uh, and and now now he got to meet Granite Jaka when he uh, when he was invited to a game when when uh, COVID canceled one of the games, and so, right. so you know I think while you're Granite Jaka's biggest fan, he not you is Granite Jaka's favorite fan. Um, <laughs> ah, that's and, fair. That's fair. You know, yeah. So, um, so yeah, that's uh, that's fantastic. Who was your man of the match today? Before we uh, before we head off uh, to the sunset, as as every time I make some sort of disgusting reference, we seem to lose five five viewers, <laughs> <laughs> which is the opposite uh, of how it works on the I Sunday mean, road. I mean, I mean, he didn't start the match, but can I say Reese Nelson? You can Even say further, he, he, You can he, say he, Cedric he if you wanted to. Eat more. Well, no one is going to say Cedric, but um, eat, eat more crow. Uh, I mean, I, I mean, listen, he he came in and changed the match within a matter of 15, 18 minutes. 
So it's got to be him, although I have to give honorable mentions to uh, Thomas Party. And I thought Martinelli was particularly, particularly good today, um, you know, at, at specific times. But, man, I, I got to give it to Reese. I think if it wasn't for his – the catalyst, the impetus that is Reese Nelson, man, I don't know. It seemed like we – what his contribution kind of woke us up, and, and, and then we woke up and we flicked that switch, and it was, he kind of started all that. So <laughs> I got to think of Reese. I think it's just because we got that soccer guy off the pitch that we started waking up. I mean, geez. Oh, well, man. Is he going to struggle to find his way back into the starting 11? I mean, you know you know how easily players fall out of favor with Arteta. I mean. No. No. <laughs> he's, 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 man. And honestly, he needs a break because we, we have so many cautionary tales like a Jack Wilshire cautionary. Like, we, we know what happens when we burn out a young player. Mm. It's the Jack Wilshire effect. We 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 do, as much as we need Bukayo Saka, we don't necessarily want to want to do that to him. Also, when he uh when he got the assist for Martinelli's uh for Martinelli's goal today, I said, "Come on, Tom's cat," because Tom recently got a cat and named it Bukayo. Yeah. So, <laughs> so I said, "Come on, Tom's cat." Um, but no, he he, I, I'm I'm almost okay with him just getting a little bit of a rest, man. This kid plays a whole lot. Um, and people's like people are like oh he's not having a great season but he, yeah, he I think I, I he's want, leading the assists right now. I so. want him to play one. I want him to play one game in the next month before the World Cup starts, and that's that yeah. Happens yeah. That happens to be next week, and then next week World Cup. Yeah. Also, yeah. also, by the way, next week, uh, next next Saturday or Sunday, whatever the sixth of November is, I guess that's Saturday. Um, is uh is my favorite game of the year i've mentioned it before i think um maybe not on this podcast maybe it was on the sunday roast but uh in La- in league uh is uh is nice breast uh which is the ninth breast breast the rest of our viewers there yeah. they go and i was still shocked there's an honorary there's an honorary coin flip at the beginning of the game where they bring in Samuel Umtiti to uh to, to to determine who starts the game but but when you look at that screen on they, they, also, score, bring in, uh, they also bring in Alphonse Ariola to yes, to take part in that in that Ariola, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're yeah. PP play for them now PP isn't he in this <laughs> Yeah yeah PP, PP plays for Nice uh, yeah. but when you look at that screen and it says nice breast. I'm like, thank you very much. I got two of them. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So that that's going to do it for this episode. I'm working on it, man. Yeah. I'm Wait. working on it. I got two nice ones too, but I've recently, I just passed the 30 pound lost mark recently. Dude. So fantastic. Ooh, nice. And, and, yeah. and I've actually even lost 15 pounds in the last two weeks. No one could possibly yeah. know that. But Let's go. This, this is the heaviest you will ever see me again. And, uh, and, and but if you lose all that weight, are you going to lose your magic? You're just going to be Mike at that point. Yeah. The magic is in the, is in the LBs, my friend. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. I, I want to say, say before we go, I, I do want to give shout-out to Lisa holding the camera, by the way. I Don't correct yeah. me if I'm wrong, but I think she gave me my favorite moment of the podcast. We all said you could pick whoever you want for man of the match, and, and you said Cedric. And I heard her go, yeah. "Come on now!" Yeah, <laughs> I heard she, that too. she definitely said that. She definitely said that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen, she's, she's, she's she is no casual. She is no casual. Let me tell you, she's no casual. She knows. 
She no, no chill. No, no chill. I've, I've, I've met Lisa. She's fantastic. Uh, she, yeah. And and um, it, it's time for you guys to to get on to with whatever you normally do in the car when you're not appearing. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. Uh, take care. Have a wonderful rest of the Sunday. Uh, and uh, and that goes for everybody else too. If you if, if the nine of you who are left have not had enough of the magic today. <laughs> In uh, in five hours, four and a half hours, the Sunday roast will be on the uh, the Burkamp Wonderland. So tune in for a show oh, God. That's more ridiculous than this one. Uh, has almost nothing to do with Arsenal, and um, uh, you know, and I think it's off the rail sometimes. We we think it'll be happy uh, and fun, but it's uh, because of the 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 daylight savings time. It is still at 10 p.m. UK, but it will be at 6 p.m. Eastern time. Um, and uh, and make sure to join us for a fun evening. And it's always fun when we win 5-0. Thank you, Joey. Thank you, Mohammed. Thank you, Bill. Thank you. Uh, who else joined us, Aston? Um, we had uh, Rich. Uh, Rich, yeah. And uh, I feel like I'm forgetting one, but, uh, but maybe not. But anyway, thanks to everybody that joined us. Uh, oh, um, the new guy uh, who who broke his duck and for whatever reason couldn't find this, but it's always it, it's been here all along. Um, we were joined today. Uh, oh, can't remember his name yet, but from DC. <laughs> <laughs> Joey, and I will say, after a five nil win, come on, you gooners. <laughs> Watching the Gooners Podcast, a production of TGP Media, wholly on subsidiary of Wanker Broadcasting Company Limited PLC. All rights and likenesses, except for Owens, are available for purchase and distribution according to the historical tenets of bird law. <laughs> Make sure to check out the Gooners Podcast at Patreon at patreon.com forward slash TGP. Find Gooners V Cancer at GoonersVCancer.com. And don't forget, Get them credit cards out. The Gooners Podcast has been brought to you thanks to a generous investment from Elon Musk, as well as the letter G and the number 69. Remember, Gooner family, that taught and get better everywhere they go. TGP out.